0: Time to roll episode 65 of the 580 show. Myself, Dante Frawley this week. What's up, boys? What's up, up, man? Man, we're all, uh, I think we're all sleep deprived. I think we're beat up from the weekend, but squeezing an episode on this Sunday. Thank you guys all for tuning in again. Um, Let's talk about PA Dutch first. Obviously, we were all out at PA Dutch this weekend. PA Dutch 11. We had six people competing from the gym. Made it out there in a snowstorm. We'll touch on that a little bit. But, man, that was – it was a gut check getting out there. About a four-hour drive turned into about a six. And going home, four-hour drive turned into about a five and a half for me. And uh, But we made it out nonetheless. We sold some supplements. We supported all our people. Guess let's just start with Dante. How did uh how did your weekend go as a competitor?
1: Well, we got out there Thursday. We left Thursday morning and that's when we started to actually, you know, stop drinking water and get all the water out. So started Thursday with some sauna. I got to like two thirty eight, I think it was two thirty nine, two thirty-eight, Thursday morning. Thursday night we met up with Frankie and Will and Cam Peters and we all hit the sauna at the YMCA. Got down to like two thirty-four. 233. And Friday morning, we were all like crunch time and getting down to narrow weights, and we all made it eventually. I actually made it to 229.5, so I was like a pound under. And then, you know, rehydrated. We got the IV treatments. Frank had the rehydration shakes, but IV treatments. Then we had the competition Saturday, and I think I did fairly well for my first time cutting and doing a middleweight show. I mean, it came down to the wire at the last event, I just couldn't turn up on the final bag. But, you know, small errors, human mistakes, and stuff happens. So I'm still happy with third place.
2: What was the biggest challenge that you had going from, like, a heavyweight competitor to now trying your first show at middleweight? Obviously the weight cut, but what what did you look at during your training that you were like, man, this is a lot different than what I would have expected through the transition? Obviously you're losing weight, but was there anything that shocked you transitioning from heavyweight to middleweight?
1: Not really. I mean, I don't feel like my strength really was impacted too much except my press. I definitely feel like now that I did this first cut, I can maintain and reverse diet back to, like, a lower weight, so I'm not starting at 275 again, and I can just build at where I'm at instead of going down and building at the same time. So training could be a little bit more consistent now, but I think, maybe yeah, biggest challenge would definitely be, like, just consistency with, like, diet and training, I guess, because it's all about basically anthony deal was telling me it's all about timing for your meals so you want to eat your carbs before and after you work out not anything else between when you wake up just right in that window just so your carbs are utilized for your workouts and recoveries so basically learning more towards that probably
0: so what uh like how was the entire process for you was it did you find it to be easier than you expected harder to be expected i don't like if you're just now tuning into our pod and listening, Dante competed at nationals as a heavyweight just in October. So actually less than a five-month turnaround, right? Right yeah. around five months from heavyweight at nationals to his first ever show at middleweight. So like what was physically – like you kind of explained the process of, you know, you you water cut. I, I think uh, we can touch on it a little bit, but I think people get confused by water manipulation Water loading, what people call it, a bunch of different things: water cutting, water manipulation, water loading. Um, It's not a long term, you know. Julia made a pretty good post about it. Mm -hmm. It's not a, uh, you know, uh, people like my dad aren't aren't lifting they don't lift in strength sports. They've never done this. They think, okay, that's crazy. Dante lost 30 pounds. You know, how did that, how is that possible? You know, I work out and eat better and I lose, you know, a pound a week or whatever. It's not a sustainable weight loss. It's cutting water out and then rehydrating back up with 24 hour weigh-ins. So, you know, but yeah. So how did it feel physically?
1: So like during the process, it was just really just exhausting and draining. No, granted, I feel like I didn't have to lose as much as like Frankie did or Cameron did. They were like really hitting the wire, but I was hitting the wall sometimes. Like I would come out of the sauna and I'd be like spinning in my head. You know, the body's going in shock. I had to take cold showers. But like Frankie, he looked like he had barely anything left to lose. And I was still dripping sweat. So it was rough, but I feel like if I had to get down to the wire, like a few more pounds, it might've been even rougher. So I'm a little blessed on that <laughs> aspect, I'd say but so drinking, so drinking the what's, drink, what's that
0: what's your what's your plan now like you competed at 231 I'm sure you rebounded up a decent amount of weight uh you said like you know you weren't gonna balloon up to 275 what's what's your goal like are you gonna walk around at 250 to 245 are you gonna diet down more long like what's your goal now
1: at least the 250 to 260 range i don't want to go any higher than 260 um If I do get any higher than 260, I expect to have a bigger off-season just so I can kind of build more. But I think it's all just going to depend on the show because definitely within 12 weeks out, I want to start, you know, getting that threshold of, like, around 250 pounds so the water cut will start being a little bit easier because the lower you are, obviously, it's easier to lose weight. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I just – anyone that's new to water cutting or, you know, you see some people in your class do it, uh, one thing I just would like to, like, emphasize and just kind of get clear to everyone it's it is a dangerous thing I'm sure Dante learned a thing or two about it this weekend um Dante's a weird guy he likes he he likes to feel messed up (laughs) kind of Dante's Dante's not the he's he's not the example you should look at like a lot of people look at it oh this so-and-so in my class loses 25 30 pounds water cutting you know I would just really emphasize you guys to do your homework and understand what a water cut is and be comfortable with it before because it is a serious thing that you can really get screwed up from hospitalization you know you you could mess in with your organs and stuff like that just if you are going to water cut that's fine and there's a way to do it successfully but do your homework and and make sure you're comfortable doing it before you do it we saw frank so frank is is a strongman competitor in he when he started his cut, he was two hundred eleven pounds, and he and he signed up as a lightweight open this weekend, which the same class I compete in is one seventy five point six. Um. So obviously that's you know what almost four. That's what five 45 pounds. Forty five pounds.
2: 35
0: yeah. Thirty five pounds. Thirty five pounds, pounds. Yeah, a little I'm over like thirty five. Yeah. So, and he was gonna quit. He was seriously going to quit. He was made it to 177. And he didn't think his body had anything else to lose. He was starting to shut down. Uh, Dante, Dante, Julia will help him lose a l- the last couple of pounds. But he, one thing he said to me was, "I wish I would really take this more. I would have taken it more serious closer." So it's just you know seeing it firsthand. Make sure you guys, if you're going to be water cutting, be well read, understand it, and respect it because it's not just 25 pounds. It's it's a lot. longer health health stuff that can you know take place yeah i definitely
1: i definitely gained a lot more respect for you know ufc fighters and other strongmen for this because i I knew it sucks but actually going through it it's like you just gained a whole newfound respect for the whole sport and the aspect of everything for sure
2: yeah man it can be it can be seriously dangerous so um i mean i'm a super heavyweight so like i'm never going to be cutting water more than likely but you know, you shouldn't be going more than 10% of your body weight at absolute max, and Frank pushed that. So, um, you know, he still had a good performance, luckily, which is great, but um, he said he could feel physically in his events that, uh, you know, that water cut took a drastic toll on him. He said specifically on log press, um, he really noticed a difference in his performance. So, um, <clears throat> get, get get under someone's wing who knows what they're doing. Um, and talk with them if you're planning on executing that. It is a pretty simple process if you know what you're doing and if you stay within certain limits. when you start to push, you know over 10% of your body weight, you could put yourself at serious risk. So keep yeah. that in mind whenever you're doing it. But
0: I think there's a lot I think there's there's the more severe range of it and there's just a very basic that almost anyone can do when we went out to jersey two weeks ago i started mine at like 184 you know i have to i had to be 176 so you know i water loaded i cut out some sodium and stuff and it fell right off you know i brought i could have lost a lot more weight and then there's the bigger cuts so it, it all you know it, it depends on what you are but regardless of your situation um i, I would really i would really just emphasize to you guys again, just you know, take it serious. But, and like, like Frawley said, Frank said he was affected by it. I think I watched Frank hit that, his comp weight in training for like five or six reps. He got two on, on log and he only got, he could only get two at the show. Your performance so, will suffer. Right.
1: I mean, the same the same thing happened to me too, but I'm not sure if it was from the cut or recovery or what, but obviously something, but
0: sure. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, it gotta be at least a little bit of the cut, you know, like, and it's your first time ever doing, but I think as a competitor, you have to look at it is like, is, are the, are the returns going to be worth it? Like if you're, I don't know if you're fifteen, and you're, and you're a pretty strong person, would you rather just compete in the 90 kilos long-term, you know, or are you going to do, you know, cut all the way down to 80 and your performances may suffer and your health may suffer, or are you going to just, just stay at 90. You know, it's everyone's different. If you're five pounds over. Yeah. It's probably better to just do a small water cut and compete at the, the class lower than you, but it all depends on the individual. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Everyone that was cutting weight made it. Um, we had a lot of people cutting weight for the show, so I'm glad everyone's good and we're back home safe. And, uh, you know, congratulations to everyone at five a that, that competed yesterday. You know, it, uh, what t- two first timers and four people doing another show, you know, repeat show.
2: So great job to everyone.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah I, I want to shout
2: why. out, I want to shout out Julia real quick cause she's my client. So she did a great job. She went in yesterday and every event except for one, I would say she did her absolute best on. So, um, you know, her log press, she hit her best number of reps. She won the deadlift event. She won the frame event with her best time. Uh, she had a great run on sandbag to shoulder, but GG just edged her out. Um, the, the sled drag we learned from, and we'll know that for the future, but she did a great job. And that's kind of a perfect example of her going and having a good day and still not coming out with the win. Um, it, you can kind of base your expectations on that. If you go in and have your best performance on four of five events and you don't win, well, you know, at least somebody beat your best. So she right. did a great job. And, well, that's um, like
0: I, I was actually talking to her at the show and she's like, I have nothing to be mad about. You know, I came and I like hit all PRs. Like, what are you going to do? Like, Great. you know, that's what it's about. You know, at the end of the day, we're all amateurs. Um, we're doing this as a hobby for fun. You know, we all, well, how many people do we have this weekend? 10, you know, take, take a whole weekend basically to shut down, go to Lancaster, you know, Amish country just to watch a hobby. Like we obviously yeah. care about it. So you went and did your best. Like, that's all that matters. Like, you know, you should be pleased with that. So, you know, um, just a great I, – I had a great time. I love traveling, that type of stuff. You know, it kicks the shit out of you today when you're, you know, trying to rebound the next day. It also, horrible timing with daylight statements Yeah, well. Absolutely. We lost an hour this morning, and I had to be somewhere early this morning. It was poor, so um, – but – yeah, just shout out to everyone too. You know, I, I like going to strongman events, especially as a promoter. I like seeing stuff. I, I, hey, I thought that was cool that they did that. Hey, I don't like that, and take it, you know, for our own shows. I won't complain if people start doing shows closer to home, though. Yeah, me <laughs> the snowstorm. So we. Oh yeah, yeah, we got to talk I, about that. Yeah, I explained a little bit, but man, we had. I mean, I guess in total, probably four or five cars go out for four cars for our ten people. And man, the snow on Saturday morning was it was bad. You know, I mean, we live what, we live in Pennsylvania. We live in the Northeast. You know, we always get that one last snowstorm. And man, we got crushed this weekend. So glad we were able to make it safe. Yeah, it um, was a dog
2: fight. It was an absolute dog fight getting there. I mean, we uh, we had a it was a four-hour drive it turned to five and six hours and it was just a oh man like you're sliding and slushing all over the road and like so I actually Kate Gutwald messaged me while we were on our way and she was like well you know I don't know if I should be out driving and I, I told her I said Kate don't drive if you don't have to <laughs> yeah said, okay I'm, def- I'm definitely gonna stay home then I was like it's just not worth it right now but you know yeah we were committed we had to go do it so there was a there was a
0: time I went for an hour straight. I didn't go over 35 miles per hour on the turnpike. I can't believe it. 35 was my absolute top. That's rough. It was, yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. But we made it. And Great. when we made it, um, we had our supplement booth. We had our horsepower booth at uh, PA Dutch. And it was actually a huge success. Uh, I think we got horsepower in almost double digit new people's hands, like actual tubs of it. Um, and we had, you know, however many people try it, we went through over a gallon of horsepower, um, at the show, competitors, spectators, trying it. Um, the thing I love is when someone comes up and they're so shocked and, and, uh, pleased with the taste of the product. Um, I think it's something we all, we worked on so hard and it's just to get it. Like there's been a lot of people affiliated with 580 and, you know, now we're starting to get into new States and everything like that. But, to have just people like face-to-face th- in the other side of the state and from far away, try it and really like it. Uh, it it's awesome to see the hard work of the brand starting to pay off and getting to new gyms, new people, new you know, everything. So awesome feeling. Thank you to everyone who stopped by for the booth. Uh, thank yeah. you. You know, asked questions, checked it out. Um, started following 580 you know, it meant a lot. So thank you guys so much. It was nice to meet so many new people, you know,
2: it was, uh, and yeah, the- it was also awesome. Like a lot of, a lot of people coming up to our booth saying, Hey, I know, you know, for example, somebody said, uh, Nick Hines, my coach, you know, and he came yeah. up and introduced himself. So like, it's cool that people are saying like, Hey, we have acquaintances or, you know, mutual friends that we're comfortable coming up to the booth and introducing ourselves to you. So like if, if you know somebody and they know us, like feel free, man, like come up, introduce yourselves. Like we're, we're more than willing to talk to anybody. So we're, yeah. we're all, we're all part of the same hobby, like Josh said. So we're all you yeah, cool. to <laughs> make new friends.
0: Strongman is so much uh, social media yeah. because you know, like I see these guys every day. I see Riley every day. I see, you know, but there's all these people we follow every day on Instagram. I see, you know, the same people lifting for the last however many years on Instagram every single day. But to actually meet you, if I don't recognize you, just come up and say, hey, what's up? You know, I see so many mm-hmm. people on Instagram. So,
1: you Yeah, a couple some couple of competitors were like, oh, you guys are the 580 show guys.
0: I had someone come up to me and said, I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> never, please, please oh, never say that to me. Don't dude. do that. I was like, seriously. I was like, I, I told the, I told the dude. I was like, I appreciate it, but please don't ever say that to me, man. I'm a normal guy. I'm going, I'm going to work on Monday, you know. But thank you. So, but honestly, it, it's cool. A reason we have guests on is to bring in more people to what we're doing, right? Like, so, like we get Nick Han. It's nice to talk to people that are smart and, and strong and everything. But like, you know, they're like, oh, we didn't know you actually we didn't know you released a podcast every Sunday. So, you know, the new people that are joining, man, thank you guys so much for listening. People that have been around for a long time. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we, uh, if you don't know much about us, we have a little gym in uh, Western Pennsylvania, strongman gym, powerlifting, you know, just, just a strength training gym in general and uh, start our own supplement company. Uh, we got apparel we do every once in a while too. And we're just trying to grow the brand. So, Thank you guys so much that came up and and said you enjoy, you know, a certain episode of the podcast and stuff. It means a lot, any support, you know, we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's, it is just so awesome to see people come up and try horsepower and like, be like, wow, that's an amazing taste. It's like Ben, Ben Polak or however you say his name, Polak.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've been reading his stuff on elite FTS since man, since I got into lifting pretty much. And, uh, and uh, for him he, for him to come up and try the pre, pre-workout that I'm selling for our gym and say how good the taste was. And Anthony Deal, you know, probably the biggest nutrition coach in Strongman, by far, I would say. Yeah, uh, Come up and try it. Check out our supplement
2: facts. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was awesome. What was the thing that he said? He's like, wow, you actually put this L- in it. L-theanine. If you go back and listen to our episode with Anthony Deal. He told us to put that in our pre workout yeah. unintentionally. <laughs> yeah, so
0: yeah, Anthony Deal didn't know we were creating a pre workout and we were in the middle of it. And I yeah, I definitely I definitely encourage you guys if you're in interested in the nutritional stuff. I actually talked to Anthony. I said he, he said he's down to come on in the next couple of weeks. So I can Anthony's a guy I can listen to talk for hours. It's yep. crazy. He's yeah, he, the second you talk to Anthony, uh, and if you guys don't know who he is, if you look on if you go on Instagram, his handle is Anthony105K Pro. Anthony Deal, he won Amer he won America's strongest man in 2019, I believe. It was either 19 or 20.
1: 20. Either way. He yeah, it was one of those two.
0: But um, he's one of those guys, the second you talk to him. Uh, you just realize he's probably the smartest guy in the room on this, uh, on, on that, on the, especially on the topic of nutrition, um, super strong guy. He's doing bodybuilding now and he, you can tell he's obsessed with it. He can't go like, he couldn't go like a minute yesterday without talking about bodybuilding. But he still loves strong man comes out. He's actually going to compete later this year, but, um, comes out and helps at local shows and stuff like that, which is awesome. But he came and, and, and was BS with us for a little bit. And like I said, you can just, he's such a smart guy and he, he honestly, I, when I'm around him, I like ask him so many questions. I heard Frawley. I heard, I heard Dante. I heard everyone that's around him asking him, he's it's just like a, it's like a town hall meeting. It's like the, you know, the mayor, you're just asking them all, when are we doing this and this and this? And he gives me, he's very good at putting it into normal terms. You know, I don't have a nutrition degree um, he may, he may say a big word and then he elaborates on it for me to understand. So, if you're into the nutrition stuff, go back, uh, probably around episode in the 40 ish range. Um, and his Name's in the title. I um, that so quick. Yeah, don't take a look it up. His name's in the title, too. Yeah, his name's in the title. And, um, it's and uh, yeah, 32, 32, episode 32 with Anthony Deal and, uh, man he goes into pretty in-depth stuff and like i said he's a friend of ours now so go and you know we'll probably have him on again too so go listen to that episode it was really good um but any yeah long long way again we actually were in the middle of developing horsepower like actually on like the more tail end of the the ingredient list and anthony went on this huge rant about a uh A supplement called l-theanine i hope i'm saying it right but uh he's like he's like every pre-workout should have it every pre-workout should have this amount that's how i judge a pre-workout if it's good so i'm like oh god i gotta go do this again (laughs) so uh, the next day i go to my manufacturer i'm like hey gotta have this you know gotta throw it all out gotta have this product in here so we got it in there tried it again ended up being good and uh yeah so i you know i appreciate that that's why it helps have smarter people around you,
2: you know. It was just funny to see it come full circle because yeah, it really he was. picks it up and looks at. It. He's like, "Oh, you have this in it." We're like, "Yeah, you told." I'm like, to "Yeah, do dude, you, you told me to do it. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, I had no choice." So, um, yep. but yeah, great time yesterday. Um, it get I'm excited, anxious, nervous, just kind of pumped in general to for battle at the bridge now. Um, uh, I'm really excited. Anyone, I, I pretty, we pretty much touch on it every week now at this point, but we're hosting the Northeast regional show for a strongman court. Um, we sold out very fast. We sold out a long time ago. I actually had 11 dropouts when I came back and followed around and we were immediately able to replace them on the wait list, which is great. So we're full again, but we took a big chunk out of the wait list. So if you're interested in competing, we're only taking open men and women. I'd prefer women at this point, lightweights, middleweights, uh, heavyweights, any, any women, because we need, they're severely outnumbered. But first place in all five men and women classes get an invite to the Arnold. The top five, if you have, if you have uh, over 12 people, get nationals. Top three, regardless, get an invite to nationals. Um, so just email me. 580 barbell at gmail.com or just shoot us a dm 580 barbell and um say hey you know my name's so and so i would be complete competing in this class Uh, i'd like to be put on the wait list you will most likely get in at this point we still have almost 12 11 weeks till the show um you will probably get in sooner than later because we're having you know people are going to drop out and stuff like that so um sent you know, sent out a long email to all the competitors this weekend. If you haven't checked it out and you're competing, go check it out. Um, but yeah, just so excited. Got we will officially have two of every implement at the show. Uh, I think we got a good logistical plan. The show moved to our gym, uh, so it's at it's not just in our gym. If you've been there before, it's everything's going to be kind of cleared out. We'll have the parking lot. We'll have we'll we'll be good to go and. And just, um, yeah, so really pumped for Valid of the Bridge now. If you're interested, you're an open competitor, you want a chance at an Arnold bid, Nationals bid, all that stuff, sign up. Let us know.
2: I think the last thing that we got before we wrap up is Mr. Furby's powerlifting meet on April 3rd. Yeah. That's next, that's next on the 580 calendar, I believe. I don't think we have an event until then. Yeah. So, we got Furby's two people competing, Mel and Furby Uh,
0: yeah that
2: steals city open yeah yeah it's on a sunday it's april 3rd furby's got i think two more weeks of heavy training i'm sure melanie's programming is relatively the same yeah um so i know he's been furby i I talked with the whole way to and from lancaster yesterday because he was my ride um you know he he uh he watched everybody compete he was telling me how excited he is so it'll be good to see both of them put their work on display so again, yeah, that's that's the next thing in chronological order so a couple of weeks we'll be heading there yeah so um yeah uh, just again i just want
0: to say thank you to everyone for listening um some episodes are like this where we talk about just like inside 580 stuff you know like a highlight of trip going to pa dutch um some weekends we have on a top-level strongman compared. Sometimes we have on a promoter. Sometimes kind of just talk about any and everything, you know. Um, so thank you, guys. It was nice meeting a lot of you this weekend. Um, as always, you guys can support us uh, by going to our YouTube channel, just 580 Barbell, and hitting that subscribe button. We're checking out some of our videos. Um, we are going to be releasing the next five weeks of video one every week of an event from battle at the bridge and just highlighting it for the competitors. And that'll just go out in a link to the competitors. I'm not a huge fan of just as a promoter, having everything on Facebook because um, people don't have Facebook, Not everyone has Facebook. Not everyone's going to check Facebook. I like to email all the descriptions. So, um, so you guys can check out our YouTube. You can go to 580 barbell.com. Um, you can hit the pre-workout drop down arrow and you can order watermelon horsepower even if you're not from around us it'll ship directly to you um so check that out we're on instagram 580 barbell thank you guys again so much for the support and uh i think we'll see you guys next week for episode 66 Later. Yes. Bye.